What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're in this shit about to break down UFC 297, which was a banger. UFC Canada, first pay-per-view of the year up north in Canada. It was a good one. Go down and like and subscribe. Let us know what you thought of UFC 297. If you were a DDP fan, if you were a Sean Strickland fan, we want to hear it all. I'm Paul. Pick and win them, and I'm joined with. Hey, man. You already know it's that boy, Kev Waterboy Savoy, aka the three spot three street fight enthusiast, and the motherfucker that is going to follow the pact. Uh, what what do we call it? Well, we we got to call it the name of the pact that we made. Because remember, I told you I would stop screaming the word robbery every time I didn't agree with a judge's decision. But, Raul, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. But before Hi. we get into that. It was a decent card. I watched two fights, and I was like, "I'm not going to allow this card to fuck up, fuck up that." Cause I'd be watching the um, I'd be watching. The, I'm like, "Ooh, decision." Well, I'm glad I, I'm not tuning in yet. Ooh, another decision. Ooh, still not tuning in. Nope, no energy, no crowd. Like straight. So, how'd you feel about the card, all in all? Uh, all, all in all, it was pretty good. Uh, I, I feel like I can't say it enough, but like. UFC and Dana White both don't fuck with Canada. So, like, a lot of people that were picking, like, here's a Canadian parlay. Let's pick all the, like, pick these Canadian fighters, fighting in their home crowd. Like, I'm usually the one of the first people that's screaming, like, put, like, oh, like, back the fighters that are fighting in front of their home. Like, UFC's putting them on here for a reason. Like, I didn't say that at all for UFC 297. It was for a reason. Like, Canada, the UFC does not fuck with Canada. I mean, I think the Canadians just, they kind of got the sauce. It happens because, like, the UFC doesn't fuck with Canada because they do be trying to put, give them boys some shitty ass made events. Like, but they saying this was the highest gate in um Canada. It was 7.4 million. Not bad. Miami to 11, but not bad. But um, I will shout out to certain things like motherfucking Gillian Robinson, KO. Second yeah, round. over Pollyanna. Got, gotta love it. Jimmy Flick got the sub. He remember, Not Canadian. He's a, yeah, he's a friend of um the um the Bourbon and Bud podcast. Gotta love him. Jasmine Judah, I don't know how to say her last name. Sub. Gotta love it. But after that, brother, the fucking Canadians got fucking... They just can't have something for their day asses because Rakatana lost. Out of, the eight, out of the eight Canadian fighters, only two got a win, and both of them got a win because they finished the fight themselves. Like, if that fight was going to the judges, bro, two split decision losses for the Canadians. Like, they did not get no Canadian love. And I said it every time, like, they will not pick the Canadian. And I partially, I thought if I had time to let the, the, uh, to let the gears turn and think on it, I honestly think it's because when GSP came back to beat Mike Bisping and then retired again and kind of just like fuck Dana White over completely. Like he's like, oh, this is your best champion. I just beat him off of a fucking off of retirement and I'm gonna retire again to leave you with no champion to basically stir the shit all over again to prove that you have the best fighter in that weight class. And so like at that point I feel like he, Dana White was like, No more Canadians. Like this is it. Like this, the, the, the Canadians are dead to me. 
It's a setup, man. They did them dirty, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm shocked about the Bracketana loss, but more than anything, on a non-Canadian fight, Evil Law beat Arnold Allen. Who? Evil Law? Oh, yeah. Evil Law? I thought that's what you said. I, couldn't, I didn't hear you correctly. Yeah, Mazar? Yeah, it. he beat Arnold Allen. I was like, whoa. He was a pretty one of the bigger favorites on the card. I I I picked him to win. I thought he was gonna win. I did think Arnold Allen was still a good fighter, but it was like Arnold Allen, like Avalov is gonna shoot a lot of takedowns, and he will eventually maul you and get you to the ground and like just dump and just kind of be on top of you, hitting you with ground and pound and winning the round. Arnold game is takedowns. Yeah, I was like, Arnold Allen's game is not like stopping takedowns and it's not submitting people off his back and stuff like that where like Diego Lopez is stylistically a tougher matchup for Evilov because like Evilov will put it will could get submitted if he's too aggressive on top position. Arnold Allen doesn't have that submission game. So like I thought he was gonna win, but a lot of people are saying he took some some knees that were illegal. But like if you're really watching it, like he's literally like it's like perfect timing. It's like the knees getting thrown the same time he's putting his hand on the mat. So it's like a split second where like if you if you took the picture and freeze frame it, it's like yeah, his hands on the mat, he's kneeing him in the head. That's a he should be disqualified. But it's like you watch it in live timing. It's like knees getting thrown, hands touching the mat, same exact time. It did happen three or four times. But that just shows you evil laws of fucking. A G, like he took those three, four knees to the fucking dome and just kept it pushing. Fucking problem. I will give him that, man. So shout out that boy. But my man's Chris Curtis got a job. Chris, like, oh, you gotta love Chris. Yeah, over over a Canadian. This is one of the split decisions that was super close. So like, gotta love Chris. And then you see me with my Haitian hat on. You feel me? Repping for my dog, my big homie. Brother this from was crazy. Neil Magny knocked out Mike Malott. You do know how high up Mike Malott. Definitely ain't picked a guy, but. Yeah, I'm about to say, you know how high I was on Mike Malott. And Neil Magny did the best he could throughout this fight. Like, uh, every time like Mike Malott would clinch up, get him to the mat, Neil Magny would find a way to kind of reverse it, find a way for him to get on top, for him to get out of that scenario, like, and then get back to the feet. And honestly, he was having, I think, better on the feet than Malat was, and which ended up leading into the fucking third-round KO. But, like, I kind of thought it may happen, but I think, I think like, once I see the odds, like, if you tell me two fighters, I'm like, oh, this I think this is what happened, but like this this could happen for the other dude. But then I see the odds pop up on the screen, and it's like Milot minus five hundred, Neil Magny plus three hundred and something. I'll be like, oh yeah, he's probably about to get murdered. Like based off of the odds I'm looking at right now, it's like 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 once I see the odds, I feel like it fucks me up on like my initial gut feeling because I'm just like, I should have known Neil Magny. He only loses the hitters, so like he, it kind of like Mike Millard's a good fighter, but at the end of the day, he's Canadian, so mm. take it for what it's worth. Hey man, shout out Mike Millard, man. I seen the funniest me, but they gave for the the South Park face. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, the the the, the Canadian face when it's just like the line. <laughs> 
that's so funny. That's one of the funniest like jokes that South Park's had going forever. Is like the Canadian, every other country nor the Canadians is fucking. Hey, buddy. <laughs> but nah, this is when I got to Dave and Buster's, and David, shout out Dave and Buster's, man. I wish I, we got to get a sponsorship with Dave and Buster's. I got to get some free tokens and um and a and a two and a and a drink card, cause boy, they got them little cocktails at Dave and Buster's part, and them shits is good. I had this fucking like strawberry lemonade. So one thing about me, right? Anything strawberry lemonade, lemonade, I'm taking it. Strawberry lemonade isn't even my favorite lemonade. I like straight up lemonade. But um, anything strawberry, I'm taking it. Right? Olive Garden got good strawberry lemonade. So I'm at Dave and Buster's, and I'm like, alright, let me grab a drink real quick. And main event's about to come on. I grab this little um fruit um this shit. It's like a strawberry lemonade, real quick. Got some vodka, all types of shit. And I'm like, okay, cool, smooth. They put the little green fucking lime sugar on that bitch. That bitch good in the motherfucker. Drinking that bitch, watching the fight. So then my best friend grabbed a drink. So I'm like, fuck, I got to grab another one. Because this fight is bloody as hell. I low-key need to get in the vibes real quick. Because them boys, Strickland and DDP were going crazy. Man, I go get this strawberry Nirvana, like Hennessy strawberry Nirvana drink, Paul. That shit was so fire. I'm talking about. Go, 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 go. You know I'm not no drinking, drinking eyes, nigga. You feel me? But we go, 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 go. sipping it. I'm over here, damn near about to go get another one. And the drink's only like twelve dollars. So you know, you tip, you, 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 you look at the gratuity at the bottom, and that'd be like, oh, two oh seven is fifteen, fifteen percent. So you just give you a little fourteen dollars, keep it moving, and now you're drinking good. But don't tell, don't, don't be telling people I gave you the um the the fight night hat. And no, uh, the fuck that sounds good. Usually they make the the Hennessy, the Hennessy Tito. Um, what's the other one like a, uh, Patron like things with that have those type of drinks in them. They typically always taste good because that's like a the premium drink. Like it's not like you're not getting uh, yeah. smearing off four dollar fifty cents drink that they're probably spitting in before they give it to you. Nah, that I I used to. Um... I, we can't go too deep into our um, liquor thing, but Hennessy, any Henny drinks, if you have a, a premium Henny drink, I'm grabbing it. Because I remember I was at this place called The Flight in Tally. If you know, you know. Motherfucking. And they had these Henny lemonades. Let me know you could lemonade Henny until I seen it. Sounds good. But no, Rockwell Pennington dominated Mario Bruno. Whoa, whoa, wait. Wait, hold on. Don't be doing my dog. She won the first round. Okay, yeah, I'll give her the first round. She did, she did she get won the first round. I think she might have got four one, but she yeah, won the first I would say four one is hundred percent the right story. Like, I've even I've even seen some people. There was certain I can't remember what round it was, but there was one round they gave Pennington a ten eight. I was like, I personally yeah, I, do it, but like I can yeah. I can see the justifications. You see, you see, I don't do the number things. I don't do the ten nines. I always just let you know who won one round. That's all I do. I yeah, just, so. Blah blah blah. The, the, no the, question that she won this fight. I don't think that's that part is not up for debate. She did. She almost tripled the amount of strikes landed, doubled yeah. the strikes. Like she was, it was. I don't want to say one sided, but it was. You knew who was champion once that when the final think, bell went off. So this is a tough one, right? So like, I think about Bueno Silva. I think she just stylistically, this wasn't the fight for her. And I don't think she had anything outside of her strategy. Because even even though she got, like, literally tripled in punches, there weren't points in time where you felt like she was dazed or hurt or, like, screwed. 
she was just like she just didn't have the right game plan to deal with it. Shout out Pennington and her entire team. And shout out um Bueno Silva for lasting all five rounds. But there was no point where I really felt like she was in danger. So that's why I look at this fight and I'm just like, hmm. I don't know if you're ready for Juliana Pena. But I will shout out Raquel Pennington for becoming a champion, moving like a champion. But she was talking shit to Bueno Silva, so I, I we got beat. Hey, it's champion now. That's one thing you can't ever take away from her. Shout out Pennington. She's now part of the short list of UFC women's champions, let alone bandweight champions. Amanda Nunes was there. I saw her on the mic. 265 strikes. It's crazy. Yeah, no. That's a lot. But Nunes might be coming back. She kind of teased the, uh, the idea of possibly coming back. But if she does, it's a little too early. I don't think Rockwell Pennington's the one to come back for. Like, that's, like, you can kind of chill back or watch the landscape of UFC MMA uh, women's uh, goes. But Pennington, I mean, she can't take away the run that she's on. I mean, Catlin Vieira, Aspen Ladd, Macy Chaseon. And now Myra Bruno Silva, like that's a pretty solid run of four, like uh, four fight winning streak. So, like, uh, I mean, she earned her championship status. People maybe are still gonna take tear down, tear it down because it wasn't against Pena and it wasn't against Nunes, but it's like, right, like that's a solid winning streak. Uh, you know what? You know what I've learned over in in our short time is um in the MMA community. What? Man, fuck what you gotta say. Regardless, motherfuckers are gonna be pissed off. I'm mad about this fight. We're gonna be talking next, but guess what? There's still a there's still a new South African champion. Like it don't motherfucking matter that even Dana even Dana might feel a type of way. We just be like, well, we can't change anything. Like no matter how much motherfuckers bit. So shout out Rockwell Pennington for going out there, standing on her motherfucking shield, standing on business, and becoming the new women's bantamweight champion. And yeah. the next fight you make is her versus Juliana Pena. And if she can Probably. beat Juliana Pena, because that's five, that then she, because she's on a five fight winning streak now, right? Yeah, five fight win streak so, now. Imagine, imagine knocking off um, Juliana Pena going on a six fight win streak after being like what, fucking 10 and nine when you started your own, or 11 and nine when you started your fucking win streak. And that, at that point, is the point where I think Nunes can return. It's like, oh, like Pennington's got the hype behind her. But like I would just hate for Pennington to get this dub and then Nunes comes back immediately gets the fucking because as soon as Nunes comes back, she's fighting for the belt. And yeah. it, it goes right back into like Nunes dominating for the next three years. Like let let some people do their thing. Which one is this? This is the um This is this Okay, this isn't the other division. This isn't a bigger division. No, no, no. This one's the one with like Catlin Vieira, um, uh, Pena, fucking Adana and shit. Yeah, Norma Dumont. Hey, all I gotta say is, motherfuckers is lucky. Aaron Blanchfield is what the at what division she is because she be in this bitch fucking motherfuckers up. Uh, well, shout out Pennington. Crowning a new bantamweight women's champion of the UFC, nice. and that, that segue was way segue us into the also crowning of the new middleweight champion of the UFC men's, Drikas Duplessis split decision win 
over Sean Strickland. I think this was like the fifth ever or sixth ever African born champion of the uh, Uf in the UFC. Um, even Izzy gave him a shout out because of that. Oh, fourth, yeah, I know Izzy gave him a shout out because of that on some real shit. Um, but yeah, how? I mean, this is probably the, the controversial fight. This is the one that everyone's been talking about. Sean Strickland's little cut on his eye from the headbutt that uh. That's the one that cut him open in the I think it was the third round or fourth round. And I mean, how what knowing everything you know now and what everyone at home knows right now, Kev, like how do you what's your initial reaction to this fight? I had Sean three two. I had Sean win the first round. Easy. I think the second round was close. Especially because I'm, I'm not mad if you give if Jake is the first and give him that. I would give Sean the third round because I don't um I don't believe that takedown was um he didn't hold him. He didn't do nothing with it. Sean outstruck him. It was close though. It was a close ass round. The fourth round. A close round. But I would give him the I would give Jerkis the fourth round. And the fifth round wasn't close at all. I'd give it to Sean, straight up. Yeah. The, first and fifth rounds, 100% easily goes to Sean. There's no question about those. But that's just how I that's just how I scored it, you feel me? But, like, I don't do 10. I don't, you feel me? That's just how I saw it. But, like, as you can say, I don't know what the fuck the, just, the refs be looking at, the judges be looking at. And I'm also not mad because I understand that, like, criteria and, and all this little shit. Well, it was a close-ass fight. It was a war. It was a fucking bloodbath. I don't really give much attention to the headbutt because, like, I don't think Sean Strickland would even, no matter who he was fighting against, he would have got it. He would have left that fight. So, uh, that's my take on it. Do I scream robbery? No, because it was a close-ass fight. Do myself and Dana White believe Sean Strickland won? Yeah. I guess that's enough for it. Yeah, I can't. I, I agree. We can't just throw the robbery word around this year, especially not in the first pay per view card. I we at least like yeah, I can't do that. That's just bad. You go. You trying to put bad luck on the fucking um year and shit. Yeah, so yeah, uh, we can't do it on the first pay per view. We gotta let we gotta let it sit. We gotta watch a few fights of twenty twenty four before we can at start. Least, at least wait till Sean O'Malley. At least wait till Sean O'Malley or something. Um, but I I I also thought Strickland won the fight. Um. It was a close fight. I the way people def are defending DDP and like some people are like digging toes in the dirt talking about four one DDP. What the fuck were y'all watching? Like those people, like the how adamant people are right now. I'm just like, damn, like, um, like maybe I I'm missing something. Like the way like either y'all are trolling me or like y'all this is just legitimately how a portion of the world MMA world saw the fight. So I can't even like say like I don't see what they're talking about because these people will be ready to go to war. Like nah, it was fucking three two easy DDP. If anything, four one. I thought Strickland won. I'm upset my boy didn't win. I'm happy that my pick was right. Like uh, I said Pennington and I said Duplessis. Like I wish I would have parlayed just those. I was gonna say that's a good parlay. Yeah, uh, two underdogs on the uh main event status. 
DDP, we'll see. I like just well, I just really want to know like does Strickland get the rematch? Or does Izzy because Izzy already got the friction there? This was the fight that was supposed to be made a while back before Strickland played uh uh ruin ruiner. I, I just really want to see what comes next for DDP. I mean, as a chess player, I think it I think like the like right away thing to do, like instant gratification thing to do of get the Sean Strickland rematch. I've never been a fan of instant rematches in um UFC because especially if like you get into a Max Holloway situation where we feel like the wrong decision happened twice. Like it'd be tough to get to that third one, you feel me? Yeah. So like so um I'm not a fan of instant rematches, especially or you get into an Izzy situation or a Brandon Moreno situation where you get the belt off an instant rematch and then just lose it. So it was just like what do we do now? So, like, instant rematch sounds cool because of the friction, because of what's going on, and it'll sell. But I doubt that Drickus would fight as – um would go out there and fight on his shield like he did. Like, I doubt that he going in this bitch and making a bloodbath no more. I don't think people like to do shit like that back-to-back. I think he would fight a lot He's smarter. years off your life. Yeah, I feel like he will fight a lot smarter and a lot more thing, and then he wouldn't give a fuck if people were mad that it was a boring fight type shit. So, I think the best thing to do is get the Issy go, Dricky, Drick, Dricky. Yeah, let's call him Dricky, Dricky, Dricky versus Izzy, UFC three hundred. If three hundred is too is too early, then three hundred one, three hundred two, three hundred three, whatever you got to do. I need Drickers versus Izzy, but not before UFC um three hundred. And then um, Sean get the winner of that fight. I can. But then that. after that, after that, y'all got to deal with Hamza. Yeah, Hamza can't wait no more after that. Yeah, we got. It's, it's, Hamza must be like a bad person for real, because like shit be happening. Like you seen how like swollen his face was when he got sick and shit. Oh, like, yeah. he could be going. You must have like not a bad person. Let me not say that. Let me just Hamza just has some interesting luck because it's like wow, like. There's something he just must be doing in life that's just different. Cause like when he gets hurt, like he gets he goes through some shit. So like that's the only reason why the pictures of him with the swollen face and discolored like body and everything, I was like, yo, like that don't look that don't look good. (laughs) Remember when he caught COVID COVID, almost died? Like like like, he didn't get just a little COVID, he got the COVID. Yeah, like, Hamza be having, like, real, like, life issues. That's the only reason why I feel like he's not on some crazy hack train. And then by then, Bo Nickel's up there in the front, front, forefront. <laughs> he gonna get, he gonna get exposed eventually. But not by, not by nothing. Bo Nickel's gonna, he's making America great again. I will see Sonda just in the belt. But, card was decent. I mean, the card sounds, the card was a lot better to talk about than to watch. But, um, it was a pretty, um, straight card. Yeah. Well, shit. I mean, two eighty seven. It was a good one. Main event was a fucking war. Co main event. I mean, we saw Pennington deserve the new championship status. So shout out to the new, the two new champions leaving two eighty seven. We'll catch y'all boys on the. Uh, I mean, we got a week off for UFC. We actually don't have another fight night for another week. But we'll catch y'all boys in the U. Uh, the NFL. The playoffs is heating up. A couple more weeks till the Super Bowl. Uh, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment what y'all thought on 297, uh, and we'll catch you on the next one. Yo, be uh...